Imagine you're on a train heading towards your destination. You look to your right and you see a fellow passenger. Now, you're trying to be friendly, so you kindly ask him where he's heading. So imagine if he shrugs his shoulders and says, I don't know. You'll do a double take and you'll ask again, where are you going? Imagine again, he says, I don't know. I'm just riding the train. I don't know where I'm going. At this point, you'll begin to wonder if this guy's out of his mind. Who goes on a train without a destination in mind? However, if you go over to your average person on the street and ask them the same exact question, where are you going in life? What's your ultimate destination? They'll probably give you a very similar answer. They'll probably shrug their shoulders and say, I don't know. However, if the absence of a defined destination for something as simple as a train ride is so clearly absurd, how can we fail to treat life the same way? Life, the most important journey we will ever take, must surely require a clearly defined and meaningful destination. This week's Parsha, Vayakel, opens with the command to keep Shabbos. And since Shabbos takes up a seventh of our entire lives, let's try to get a deeper understanding of this unique and beautiful day. It's striking to consider how fundamental Shabbos is in Jewish thought. Shabbos is included amongst the Aseris Hadibros, the Ten Commandments, which are viewed not only as uniquely important, but as Rashi explains, the root categories that contain all the other mitzvahs. Rav Sadigon actually describes at length how every mitzvah falls under one of these ten categories. Furthermore, the punishment for desecrating Shabbos is not just death, but skila, stoning. And according to most opinions, this is the most severe of the four death penalties. To compound the point, when we consider whether or not someone is an observant Jew, we usually ask whether he or she is Shomer Shabbos, Sabbath observant. Why is the defining feature of religious observance Shabbos? What makes Shabbos a root mitzvah? Why is its punishment so severe and why do we see it as the measuring stick for all of Torah observance? What is the secret of Shabbos? We can ask another question. Usually, when we have a specific time of Kedusha, a holy point in time, there is a unique positive act that we associate with it. On Rosh Hashanah, we blow shofar. On Sukkot, we sit in the sukkah and shake lulav. On Hanukkah, we light the menorah. On Purim, we read the Megillah. On Pesach, we have the Seder. And on Shavuos, we learn Torah. On Shabbos, though, we tend to think less about what we are meant to be doing and more about what we are not allowed to do. The Isser Melacha, the prohibition against creative actions on Shabbos, seems to dominate our focus. We can easily fall into the trap of associating Shabbos with only restrictions, with an unfortunately negative connotation. These prohibitions can seem to take over the day, leaving us feeling restricted, limited, and even trapped. So what is Shabbos really about? But what, to take it one last step further, in a very enigmatic and cryptic manner, the Gemara and Brachos 
Daf Nun Zayin Amar Aleph compares Shabbos to Olam Haba, the world to come. The exact terminology is Shabbos is Me'in Olam Haba. Shabbos is a taste of the world to come. Once again, we are left to wonder what is the deeper meaning of Shabbos? Why is it compared to the world to come? In order to answer all of our questions, we need to first understand the difference between Olam Hazad, this world, and Olam Haba, the world to come. Olam Hazad, the world we live in, is the place of process. In this world, you get to choose who you will become. Every single day presents you with a new opportunity to become even greater than you were the day before. The world is therefore the place of movement and becoming, where we progress down our personal path of change and growth. Olam Haba, the world to come, in contrast, is the place of being, where you experience everything you have built in this life. No longer can we move or become, no longer can we build, rather we experience a static world, lacking both movement and process, where we enjoy everything we created during our lives in this world. The joy of this world is the ability to grow, to learn, to become. The pain is that it's limited. We are only in this world for a short period of time and then we leave the joy of the world to come is the ecstatic enjoyment of everything we've built during our lifetime the pain is that it's only that nothing more all the potential we fail to actualize will remain eternally so merely potential this can be compared to a person who is given a pile of clay and only one hour to mold it. During that hour, he can create anything he wants, impress any form he desires into the clay. But after the hour, the clay is taken and placed into the kiln, and whatever form he created during the hour will remain forever. So too, we receive a lifetime in this world to mold ourselves. During our time here, we have the free will to create ourselves to grow. But once we leave this world, we remain forever as the beings that we created. What's important to realize, though, is that the reward in the world to come is not merely some external reward, some goodie given to you in exchange for the good deeds you performed. No. Rather, the reward is in fact you. The consciousness, the self that you created during your lifetime. As Ramchal and Nefesh Chaim explained, when you die, your mind and consciousness are peeled away from your physical body, almost like taking off a coat. And you exist eternally as the essential being that you've created. Now in truth, there is movement and process in Olam Haba as well, albeit a very different type. It is a growth based on expanding everything you began building during your lifetime, but that requires a different discussion. Now we can take it back and really understand what Shabbos is all about. The weekdays parallel this world, a time to physically create, build, and grow. Shabbos is more than just a day of rest. It's a taste of Olam Haba. We cease creative physical activity and experience what it means to simply exist. 
This is the spiritual parallel to our transition from this world to the next. In this world, we have the chance to grow and build. In the next, we cease our creative activity and experience everything we've built. Shabbos is the ultimate reminder that our lives have an endpoint, and that the result is only as great as every bit of effort that we put into building it. On Shabbos, we reflect on what we've built and become, both in the preceding week and, and in our entire life leading up to this point. This is why, despite the fact that we may pause our physical growth on Shabbos, we don't stop our spiritual growth. In fact, we actually place special emphasis on it. This is because the experience of Olam Haba within Shabbos should be one that compels us to take advantage of this world, to further build, develop, and grow. Shabbos is the reminder that one day we will no longer have the opportunity to take advantage of this world. And our response should be to redouble our conviction to do so. We can then enter into the next week rejuvenated and inspired to become more. This is also why the Gemara and Brachos specifically says that Shabbos is 160th of Olam Haba. Because in Halacha, if something is less than 160th, it has no taste. And therefore, in cases of Bittul, if it is less than 160, then it is considered to be nullified, Batul. But the Gemara is explaining that Shabbos is just enough of a taste of Olam Haba that it is not nullified. It's 1 in 60 but not more, not less. It's a glimpse into another dimension. With this understanding of Shabbos, let's take a look at a couple of halachas and features of Shabbos that illustrate this message. There's an interesting halacha that if a muktzah object is resting on a table when Shabbos enters, the entire table takes on a muktzah status. However, what if that muksa object then falls off the table an hour after Shabbos begins? Does the table lose its muksa status? No. The halacha is that the table retains its muksa status as this was its status when Shabbos entered. Why? Because Shabbos is compared to Olam Haba. And once you enter Olam Haba, your status becomes static, unchanging. So too, an object that receives its muksa status at the outset of Shabbos retains its original halachic status throughout. Additionally, if you look at benching, in the second to last passage of Birchas Amazon, the blessing after bread, we say the word magdil during the week, but migdol on Shabbos. Why? Why is this so? So there are many suggested answers, but I'd like to suggest my own, based on the aforementioned ideas that we just developed. Magdil means to enlarge, to grow, to make bigger. And during the week, we grow, we become. Migdol means a building, a tower. On Shabbos, we take a step back and observe the building we've built. We enjoy the experience of everything we have created during the week. So Shabbos is a time to focus on destination, to ask ourselves, where am I going in life? What are my goals? What am I trying to accomplish? Sadly, many people lose focus of the bigger picture of what's really important in life. Many people work, eat, sleep, and repeat. They live for weekends and vacations. There are too many people who fall into the trap of just getting by. They get an education, a job, find a spouse, retire, and die. 
However, this is not what we were created for. Each and every single one of us has the potential for greatness. And our job in this world is to find our unique greatness and bring it to life. Every business has regular meetings to discuss their goals. Every athlete has a a specific exercise regimen, diet, and sleep schedule to ensure maximum performance. They both constantly track their progress and make alterations accordingly to make sure that they are progressing towards their target. Yet, when it comes to the important things in life, such as the goal of our lives, our families, our spiritual growth, how often do we create concrete goals? How often do we sit down and measure our progress and then recalibrate accordingly? So what's the goal of Shabbos? Every Shabbos needs to be an existential and meditative experience. The first step is to enjoy everything you've become, everything you've created. The second step is to take a reflective step back and look objectively at yourself as an outsider. We need to have the courage to go into a room by ourselves and ask the important questions. Who am I? What drives me? What makes me unique? What are my talents? What are my passions? What can I contribute to the Jewish people and the world as a whole? But most importantly, how am I doing in life? Am I achieving my goals? Is there anything which needs more work, more attention? And the last step is to then redirect and recalibrate. Just like a GPS recalibrates when you veer off the path, Shabbos is when we need to do the same for our life trajectory. Life comes down to the decisions we make and Shabbos provides us with the opportunity to make the decision to become more. If you think about it, every decision you've ever made in your entire life has led you to this very moment. Which also means that any decisions you make from now on can forever alter your life for the better. Shabbos is when we regain perspective on who we are where we are headed, and what decisions we must make to become our best and truest selves. May we be inspired to fully experience Shabbos, a taste of all Mahal, and use this taste of destination to unlock our true greatness.